Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced profit first strategies and guide you through on how to do profit first right. On today's episode, since it is an episode number 50 and an episode that ends in zero, we will stick to our tradition of answering questions on episodes that end in zero. Our first question is from Mark J., a realtor. Mark's question is about the profit distribution from your profit hold account. Hey, Regarding the profit distribution, I understand that each quarter you take out 50% of the balance. If you make $10,000 in the first quarter, you take out $5,000. If you make another $10,000 in the second quarter, you take out $7,500 as your Q2 profit distribution. Now, what happens if in the third quarter, you have no closings and therefore no profit going into the profit hold account during Q3? Do you take out the $3,750 or do you leave it all in there? Any assistance you could provide would be greatly appreciated. Have a great day, Mark. Super question, Mark. The beauty of Profit First is that the Profit Hold account can provide a profit distribution even if sales are down or zero for a quarter. So let's walk through the math. In Q1, the profit hold account balance was $10,000 at the end of the quarter. Mark took 50% from the profit hold account at his quarterly profit distribution and left the remaining 50%, which was $5,000 in the profit hold account. Over the course of Q2, Mark added another $10,000 to his profit hold account, which meant that at the end of Q2, the balance of the profit hold account was $15,000. The $5,000 that remained in the profit hold account from Q1 and the $10,000 added in Q2. Mark's Q2 profit distribution is 50% of the profit hold account balance of $15,000. So his 50% distribution amounts to $7,500. And then 50%, $7,500 remains in the profit hold account going into Q3. Now, as a realtor, Mark had no closings in Q3, so he did not add any dollars to his profit hold account over Q3. So Mark's profit hold balance at the end of Q3 is the same balance from the end of Q2. 
after he took his profit distribution. His end of Q3 profit hold balance is $7,500. So his question is, does he still take a Q3 profit distribution even though the profit hold account did not grow because he had no income for the quarter to allocate? And the answer is yes, he would take a Q3 distribution of 50% of the profit hold balance of $7,500, which means his profit distribution for Q3 would be $3,250. Since Profit First is a percentage-based system, as long as you do not jack your percentages, the percentage-based nature helps you normalize your cash flow. With Profit First, your cash is allocated with intention. It is allocated to profit, owner's pay, tax, and operating expenses. Your allocation percentages keep the cash flow steady and consistent. Profit First removes the reactionary, impulse-inducing craziness of seeing a pile of cash in one account that falsely gives you the illusion that your business is flush with cash, but not giving you any idea of obligations for that cash. Your allocation percentages are only adjusted at the end of a quarter according to your profit first rollout plan where you have mapped your quarterly allocation adjustments, one, two, or 3% up, or one, two, or 3% down per allocation account per quarter as you move towards hitting your target allocation percentages. It's slow and steady incremental adjustments each quarter, and it takes four quarters to eight quarters in order to reach your target allocation percentages. This podcast is my penance for trying to hit the target allocation percentages out of the gate. It worked for the first allocation, and then of course it didn't. There was too much of a delta between where we were starting in terms of our current or actual allocation percentages and where we wanted to be in terms of our target allocation percentages. Please do not panic. Of course, I realized the error of my ways within the first month of implementing Profit First-ish. Thankfully for you, I am a total nerd and I became mastery certified in Profit First because I wanted to do Profit First right and not ish. For the record, Profit First-ish won't work for the long haul. Profit first-ish means you are jacking the system, you're being reactionary with your dollars. Doing profit first right means you are consistent with your cash and your allocation percentages provide that normalization and consistency. Our next question comes from Serafina in Maine. I found profit first after a mention in a YNAB blog post and I'm getting things set up. I'm a little stuck on just how the tax account should work for my LLC partnership. It's just my husband and I, but the business doesn't pay the taxes. We pay the taxes as individuals when we file our personal tax return. How would you recommend managing that flow, keeping the business and personal accounts separate, and still making sure the right amount of money is available to pay that? If it's not the business's expense, it doesn't seem exactly correct for the business to write the check to the IRS from the tax account. But I don't know what people usually do. Do you have any insights or recommendations on that detail? 
Thanks, Serafina in Maine. Well, you are totally right, Serafina. Your business does not write a check to the IRS for your taxes. Profit First is a cash management system and not your accounting or bookkeeping system. In Profit First, the profit account, owner's pay account, and the tax account are for the benefit of the owner. Typically, owner's pay comes out in the form of salary and is a business expense. We just want to make sure by first allocating it to owner's pay, you are in fact paying yourself consistently. You probably are then sweeping it from owner's pay to a payroll account or your operating expense account, which your payroll company draws from. From a cash management perspective, as we mentioned in today's first question, when you take a profit distribution, that is pretty straightforward in your bookkeeping and it is seen on your income statement or P&L. When you take the money out of the tax account to pay your tax liabilities as described in your question, that is also technically, from a bookkeeping perspective, an owner's distribution. Profit First has just helped you set the intention for that cash. With Profit First, you no longer will panic when it is time to pay taxes because with Profit First, you already have allocated monies to pay taxes. You take the money out as an owner's distribution just like you record it when you take out your profit distribution. Also, as mentioned on a recent episode, you could add a second owner's distribution account to your chart of accounts and label it owner's distribution hyphen taxes for added clarity. Bottom line, you take monies from your tax account as owner's distribution and you deposit that money into your personal account and write a check to the IRS from your personal account. Great question, Serafina. And since it is the thick of tax season, it's a perfect timing for your question too. Our final question is a question about percentages. Is there a rule of thumb for what real revenue should be as a percentage of top line revenue at certain levels? So again, the question is, is there a rule of thumb of what real revenue should be as a percentage of top line revenue at certain levels? I'm clear on the profit first percentages, but I started playing with my spreadsheet and realized I didn't have a good answer for myself on what the real revenue percentage is supposed to be. Thank you, best regards, Gail. Again, another great question, Gail. Since materials and subcontractor costs vary so widely between industries, Profit First doesn't have a target allocation percentage for it or you know what you're asking for, a percentage of real revenue from total revenue. What I love to do when leading Profit First hands-on workshops is to start your reverse engineering from your real revenue number or better yet, from your owner's pay target. Let's say you want your owner's pay for the year to be $100,000. Now look at the profit first target allocation table and find the real revenue range that you are likely in and go down that column to find the owner's pay target allocation percentage. Once you find that corresponding owner's pay target allocation percentage, you plug that percentage into the following equation. Now wait. Before we get too deep here, just a quick reminder, we have a one-page visual recaps for each episode that you can access on our website, 
ProfitFirstNation.com and click on Resources. When you click on Resources, you will have the additional option to opt in to having the visual recap for each week texted to you when a new episode drops on Thursdays. The target allocation percentage table and the equation slash formula we are about to dive into will be featured on the recap for this episode, which is again, episode 50 on our website under resources. Okay, back to the fifth grade math it takes to implement profit first and own your financials of the business you own. The equation is owners pay in dollars times 100% divided by the target allocation percentage for owner's pay in your targeted real revenue range. So if you wanna make $100,000 annually in owner's pay and you plan on doing 175,000 in real revenue, then you are in the first column and the owner's pay target allocation percentage for that range of real revenue of $0 to $250,000 is 50%. So plug the known numbers into the equation. $100,000 times 100% divided by 50% equals $200,000. So you need $200,000 in real revenue. Well, gosh, isn't this reverse engineering super helpful? Using profit first target allocation percentages, you need to do 200,000 in real revenue to take home 100,000 in owner's pay. You maybe originally estimated that you were going to do $175,000 in real revenue, but to net the $100,000 in owner's pay, you need to do $25,000 more in real revenue. No problem. You now clearly know what that target is. It's $200,000 in real revenue. Now, in Profit First, real revenue is the real deal. Real revenue is the number you do your assessment off of, and it correlates to the income account balance that you do your allocations off of on your designated allocation days. If your cost of goods sold and or contractor costs total 25% or more of your total revenue, then you would deduct that percentage from your total revenue to get your real revenue number. So in this same scenario, let's say your cost of goods sold and your contractor costs total 30%. So if you expect to sell $175,000 in total revenue, but your cost of goods sold and or your contractor costs are total 30%, then we need to deduct that from your total revenue to get your real revenue, okay? Stay with me. 30% cost of goods sold and or contractor costs times $175,000 equals $52,500. So subtract $52,500 from your total revenue of $175,000 and your real revenue number is actually $122,000 once your cost of goods sold and or contractor costs have been factored in. So if your total revenue is $175,000 and your real revenue number is really $122,500 and you apply the owner's pay target allocation percentage of 50%, your owner's pay or salary is really 50% of the real revenue, $122,500, which equates to $61,250. 
Ding, 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 ding. You are not selling enough to take a $100,000 owner's pay salary. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Do not let your business happen to you by reactionary measures. Let's understand your needs and your numbers. Yes, this is exactly the fifth grade math that you need to know in your business to own your financials and have financial clarity and ultimately financial freedom Because when you understand your numbers at this level, now you can be proactive and make a plan to hit your target. So if you were to keep your head in the sand about your financials and take a $100,000 salary based off of $122,500 in real revenue, you would continue to struggle. You would continue to not be profitable. But with profit first, Let's go back to that reverse engineering machine that requires fifth grade math and figure out what you need to sell in total revenue to make 100,000 in owner's pay or salary. So if we know you want to make 100,000 in owner's pay based on the real revenue column in the target allocation percentages chart of $0 to $250,000 in real revenue, your owner's pay target allocation percentage is 50%. So if $100,000 times 100% divided by 50% equals 200,000 in real revenue, now we need to figure out the total revenue if your cost of goods and our contractor costs total 30% of your total revenue. Then we're going to figure it as such. Again, check the visual recap. 200,000 in real revenue times 100% divided by 70% because 100% minus the 30% in cost of goods sold and your contractor costs equals 70%. And 70% represents your real revenue out of total revenue. And drum roll please, that total number of total revenue in order for you to make $100,000 in owner's pay is $285,714. Boom, you now need to figure how many sales you need to make to hit $285,714 in total revenue. Exhale, look around. You have plucked your head out of the sand, my entrepreneurial friend. To make $100,000 in owner's pay, you need to sell $285,714 in total revenue. If your average sale is $500, you need to make 572 sales. You take the $285,714 in total revenue divided by your average sale amount of $500, then you need to make 572 sales over the course of a year, which translates to 11 sales per week. And wow, doesn't it feel amazing to have this clarity around the cash in your business? Oh, wow, the power of profit first my entrepreneurial friends. It's amazing. And because I am a sucker for Excel, in addition to the visual recap with these equations and examples, we also have a total revenue and real revenue reverse engineering calculator in Excel that you can plug your known numbers into to do this math. Of course, you can also always connect with a profit first professional bookkeeper, accountant, or coach as well via our website, 
just go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. 